Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Boo. It's Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. <laughs> Maybe that was out of order on Virgin Radio. Uh, boo. Okay, so what's happening? Uh, a daylight saving. We've got Canada, notably Ontario, Quebec, and then New York State. This would impact us greatly if they decide to just wipe it out and, and then run essentially on standard time. But here's... Here's the issue. So time is going to stand still for the legislation in the U.S. to make daylight saving time permanent. Well, the bill, it sailed through the Senate last week. House members are like, you know what? Okay, so the easy breakdown for those that don't follow American politics, you've got the Senate with senators. So they they represent their whole state. Members of the House, they represent districts. So like smaller counties and, and things like that. So they're more localized in comparison to a senator. So they went, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Like some in Seattle going, you you realize that if this becomes a thing, sunrise wouldn't be till like 8.54 a.m. on a school day. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't go to school anymore. <laughs> Shut up. Well, that's the issue. It's it's dark mornings because they've done a little bit of research. Basically, they're saying dumb. we need more research because people don't like getting up in the pitch dark going to work. It just, it has never come back in a positive light. But you know what else people don't like is also coming home in the pitch dark after waking up in the pitch dark. That's stupid. I don't agree with that. That Nope. You said it would be a good point. It's not a good point. I disagree with that 100%. <laughs> and I can tell you this based on my experiences in Brazil where they've gotten rid of it. The key is to, and you know what they're leaning towards, which is freaking me out. What's that? Is This is what happened in Brazil. They, instead of having the sun set later, mm-hmm. the sun now gets up at like 4 the sun's like popping off. You can start to see the sunrise at 4 a.m. But then in the middle of the summer when in Canada where we live, it would be like, you know, it's you can still see that peep of sunshine at like 10 p.m. sometimes. Yeah, depending on where you are. Yeah. In Brazil, it's it starts to get dark around 6, 630 in the peak of their summer. Oh. I will not stand for that. Nope. I will. No, they, they cannot ruin our summer like this. Rude. Well, I'm going to make a TikTok about it. You guys better comment on it. I hope it goes viral. I hope people petition against it. Hear that, everybody? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) But so a little more on the explanation. They said if uh, we were on daylight saving time year round, it would experience later sunsets in the summer. But most notably, the change would be during the winter months. So the shortest day of the year, December 21st, Mm -hmm. the sun again wouldn't be up until about 8.54 a.m. And then it would set at 5.20. Okay. So there's... But normally, it's up at... What, what would it be? 7.54 a.m. And it sets at 4.20. I would rather the sun set later. That's the whole point. I don't care about your kids going to school. Guess what? <laughs> they're already kids. They don't know what they're not missing. Okay? If they grew up going to school in the dark. They don't know what it's like to go to school in light. <laughs> you can't it's argue fine. that. <laughs> it's fine. True. You don't yep. know what you're missing. I, yeah. get, I get it. They'll be fine. I get it. But but all this being said is it's going to continue to get kicked around. Where Forever. Yeah, where Ontario and Quebec and, and even New York State for that matter going, okay, like we let let let's let's move forward to this, but we're hung up on on this. So resolution, they said, oh by the way, right now we're we're leaning into more daily topics, notably the Ukraine and the potential of World War Three. So okay, that one's fair. Shocker. That's a good point. Yeah, this is this has kind of been shelved, but we were we were optimistic that there'd be some sort <laughs> but, of update this week. But and, also, last year was COVID. This year it's the war. Why don't they just get somebody to put their thumbprint on it or something, <laughs> sign that, and send it off? Poke it with a needle, sign it in blood. Yeah. <laughs> They're just not in a rush. Shocker.
political red tape holding up even the simplest of things. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. When Felix Baumgartner signed the deal with Red Bull, and then the press release happened, and it was, wait, you what? You're going to jump from a balloon from outer space? Red Bull, they like the stunts. They, the only one to really rival them would be Richard Branson, mm-hmm. our, uh, our overlord. And this is interesting because after a couple of years of not a lot going on, Red Bull said, hey, we've got an idea. And then a couple of pilots, skydivers, and, and actually cousins, Luke and Andy, end of April, Luke and Andy are going to try something quite extraordinary. Switching planes while in midair. So it's going to be streamed live on Hulu. Maybe it'll be a Crave live stream, but I don't even know if that mechanism has been activated yet in regards to Crave. Interesting. So we'll see. What, and I've done a deep dive to try to find that info now. Nothing available yet, but this this is going to make its way across the internet in short order. So what they're going to do, they're going to pilot their respective planes to an altitude of about 14,000 feet. And then at that point, they'll place the plane in a vertical dive that will leave their planes uncrewed Flying kind of side by side, they both jump out in their special red uh, Red Bull wing suits that do have backup parachutes, and they're going to physically switch planes in air and skydive into the plane, and then land their partner's plane. That's super fun. Why do you need parachutes though when Red Bull literally gives you wings? Yeah, come on. <laughs> what lawsuit? What? Yeah. <laughs> um, why? Like, obviously, I don't know the physics behind this because I feel like wouldn't the plane fall a lot quicker than the people? Well, uh, you, good, good assessment. So what they've had to do is re-engineer these airplanes to ensure when they're down like that, they will pick up speed. Uh, pardon the term, but like a missile because there's nothing impeding them, and they'll go too fast to the point where the wings will rip off. So they've had to put uh, a few almost like braking mechanisms to slow that descent when that plane is basically nose down towards planet Earth. And do they like a, where, where are they doing the stunt? You know, just in case it doesn't go it, well, it'll where be, do the planes It'll end be up? somewhere like the Utah Salt Flats, somewhere where it's not populated, obviously, because they have to still get permission from various government agencies. You just can't be like, we've got an idea. We're doing something on Sunday. Yeah, no, like no. heads up. If you see a plane coming towards you, you might want to move. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Okay. This is this is a ways out from, from, from people. But this is, they planned the date, Sunday, April 24th. Red Bull wants as many people to watch. T- t- take this in. I mean, something else to put on your schedule or calendar. It is, yeah, it's, it's you lost a Hulu membership, though. I, I got Crave. I love Crave. Am I getting Hulu? Nah. Someone else. Well, especially not because you can't in Canada. Yeah. There is no Hulu in Canada. Oh, well, there you go. It would fly off somewhere for me. else. But yeah. someone will, you'll find a licensing agreement. There's just, there's enough eyes slash interest. If not, it'll be something through Red Bull's site online where you'd have to go in and absorb a few minutes of their ads and in order to watch this Sure, line. I'll take a few oh. minutes of ads. Not the worst. Oh, they, this is, this is incredibly like this? crazy and I, I'd love to witness it. I feel like Tom Cruise should be watching so he can get the next idea for Mission Impossible like nine or ten. He'd be like, nah, I've kind of done this already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. News. Doesn't matter whether it's local, provincial, national, international. It's You could very easily find a story that's going to give you some of the sads. But we wanted to find a little bit of a pick-me-up. And what better suited than little kids being as cute as cute could be. So there's a new hotline that's launched with positive messages, pep talks, and even words of wisdom. It was an art project out of uh, what is called Westside Elementary School. This is a small town in California. It's called the Pep Talk Hotline. I love this. And uh, we thought, well, hey, let's call it and see how this thing sounds. So uh, so give a listen. 
Please listen to the following options for encouraging messages. If you're feeling mad, frustrated, or nervous, press 1. When you're feeling mad, you should take three deep breaths and think of things that make you happy. The thing that makes me happy is when and, and I think of happy things will happen in the future, like going to a friend's house or a cousin's house. Bye. If you're frustrated, just take five minutes off. If you're frustrated, you can always go to your bedroom, punch a pillow, or cry on it, and just go scream outside. <laughs> Sometimes you do need to punch a pillow and scream outside. That's great. Look, That's we, great. we had to make that suggestion to backstage Sadie, Hurricane Sadie, because... She punched her wall once, put a hole in it. <laughs> so, said, how about the pillow? It'll be less painful on your hand and less wow. costly for us to fix. Oh, my gosh. That's both scary and amazing. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> you can also actually, if you go a little bit of a deeper dive, there's a five-second uh, loop of nothing but the kids just laughing. Because there were a lot of outtakes. And sh- we have trouble as professional broadcasters, I'll use that loosely, of reading commercials <laughs> and doing other things behind the scenes with multiple takes. So I couldn't imagine being the teacher kids, of these five-year-olds yeah. to get them to pop off a, a script or two. But it, it went viral, went big even on CNN. Uh, so the teacher, was, it was part of an art uh, class assignment. Yeah. Up to 500 calls an hour, and uh, now it's as many as 5,000 calls a day. Wow, Cute. I love it. I love that, yeah. And it was one of those where it was, okay, we'll do it for like a week or two, and just so you show the kids. Well, now they ended up getting a GoFundMe because they want to keep this going indefinitely. I hope they do. They should. And it's, kids know how to simplify things. Yeah. And the way that like viral cycles happen, every few months, yeah. it'll just pop off again. Sure will. it'll hit a new batch of the internet. And they can't do anything about it. It's not like they have to talk to the kids. Or, you know, yeah. the kids don't have to hear it. Any, anybody on the internet <laughs> thinks. It's all recorded. I love it. Yep. I'm not a licensed therapist. You should talk to yeah. someone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, uh, take, mm, uh, take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. Most boring person in the world has been revealed. And it is a religious data entry worker who likes watching TV and lives in a smaller town. <laughs> this has got to be somebody right now like, oh. <laughs> it published in the Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin. Uh, new update on data coming out of the pandemic. Uh, you know, most boring jobs because this is great data and research for those that maybe fall under that category going, all right, are there ways or things we can incorporate to make life and or this job uh, more entertaining and engaging for people? Well... Uh, apparently don't do what we just said and, and you'll have a little more uh, fun in your life. So this is, this is there's people in all of our lives that work in these industries. So this is not a, uh, it's this badge does not officially belong to you. This is just, this is the general terms because in every industry, like we, but we all know boring radio people. Oh yeah, absolutely. Eh? Yeah, sure. I mean, but also what's wrong with having a boring job? It, that's just it. We're not jumping to the negative. It's just this is under that header of research. All I could argue about that is it, having a boring job just limits what you can talk about in a lot of cases because when you're working eight hours a day, five days a gotcha, week or whatever, gotcha. okay. that's not a lot of experiences that you can really offer mm-hmm. up. At least, I mean, our job is exceptional in that we we get a lot of life stories from our talk job. about everything yeah. yeah but that being said your job itself can be boring but you can still make your job fun by working with cool people well, by being fun 
I know I know far too many fun, cool, interesting people who have boring jobs, and they feel like it's just a boring job. Personality suck. <laughs> well, a lot of people that they work with are not on their level, right? So that's the, the other problem where they're, they're oh. they try to bring some fun into the office, and it just gets shut down because oh. nobody is fun. Oh. It's I, hard. It's a tough. I've been in that situation. Yeah, it's not fun. Okay, that job, that's actually terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, when you like are trying to do like cool, fun things at work, you know, throw a little bit of horseplay in there, you know? Yeah, yeah. A little joke here and there. Don't worry. Pranks, yep. HR friendly. Oh, man. And they ugh, and they don't pick up the vibe. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a tough that hurts, one. That yeah. hurt. That physically hurts. Like now, in hindsight, and going back to how I used to have fun if someone would leave their computer profile unlocked. Oh, uh, yeah. well, wait. I actually really hate that, though. I think that's. Hey, terrible. This was four years ago. Yeah, okay. <laughs> a whole other lifetime. You know what? Actually, when when it first popped off, it kind of made sense. But yep. now that you have to share so many work computers, I would say oh, that's a big no-no. I it, well, no one's been around to do it anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Those days yeah. are over. Top five most boring jobs at number five: banking. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Mm. Number four: cleaning or janitorial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Three, tax slash insurance. Two, accounting. Mm -hmm. And the most boring job that exists in 2022 is data analysis. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know one of those. (laughs) (laughs) If If you're in those five and you feel like you are the life of the party... Be curious to know how boring is the job, and how much more outside of the job do you need to know? Yeah, well, I would you need say to do to activate and engage. But wait, I would say the security data analyst that I know. Uh, well, that may be considered. You know, I don't know if the security thrown in there it makes it a little bit more fun. That might be cool, like spy bond, like yeah. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but I will say they can definitely party on, and they enjoy. They don't want their life to be constantly thinking about work. There is life outside of work, which is why, I'd, again, I would argue a boring job is good for some people. Some people just want to go get an easy paycheck, which I don't think security data analyst is. <laughs> but um, you know, get an easier paycheck, right, something that right. you're not thinking about 24-7. Yeah. When your work's done, your work's done. Yeah. Might not be the worst. Uh, you're right. You just shut it off. It'd be terrible for me, but it might be good for you. <laughs> if the movie Cedar Rapids with Ed Helms has taught me anything, too, it's the boring jobs often have the most fun parties or conferences or conventions. Like, that's when it really pops off. Uh, all, he plays like a boring insurance guy who goes to a weekend conference and things. It's like the hangover. I, <laughs> I can confirm this all from right, the yeah, security right. data analyst Christmas party I just went to. There you go. <laughs> okay. Open we're going to dissect that in a yeah. couple of minutes. Uh, if you're there, boring job. But you know how to have fun. Curious to hear that story at 11053 or 975975. We'll also address the top five most exciting jobs in case you're looking for a change. All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. New data showing that there's uh, there's an updated list for the most boring jobs that exist. Five through one is banking, cleaning, tax slash insurance, accounting, and uh, data analysis. Um, a ton of those in the uh, in the accounting world have spoken up. Uh, <laughs> um, a banking side too. One says, uh, "I work in banking. I'm never bored. I've solved puzzles all day to put together a deal solution that is unique to each person or, or family." Most boring is when I worked in retail clothing. All I did was this fold the same stuff over and over all shift. The unending laundry day. Yeah. Oh, good call. Gross. Good call. Yeah. There's that one. Um, someone is. 
Because Benny's angle was, all right, so the job may be boring, but where, where's the fun live? And that is in a conference, a getaway, a weekend training session. Yeah. <laughs> Someone said when I was hired to work at one of the big five banks in Canada, they sent me to Toronto for a couple of weeks. Everything was paid for. Uh, it was more like a mini vacation. Uh, <laughs> uh, last week it was a disaster, if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, good means, disaster. Yeah, well, good, yeah. Di- absolutely a good disaster. Yeah, and, and this isn't a matter of throwing shade on you. The no. vital importance of accounting and banking, oh, how people couldn't live. Well, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> it's 100%, 100% true. <laughs> Someone said, show me parking lot attendant. Ooh, yeah, that one would be boring and cold. Yeah, job of isolation. That, I'm surprised that wasn't further up on the list. Like, even if you're cleaning, can you not have music on, whether it be even, you know, earbuds mm-hmm. and or yep. some music playing in wherever you're cleaning and get that done? Have Remember a laugh. Yeah. Those tiny little TVs. Yeah. <laughs> little like, black and white TV in the corner. When you say that, I wanted to throw farming under the bus, but I actually think of my time on the tractor quite fondly. So there sometimes go. it's good to be alone. Yeah, and, and, and more so in the article, they said uh, you would have thought that accountants would be seen as boring but they're effective and the perfect person to do your job at uh, tax time. And yeah, I think it goes beyond that. So here we are. And said so we should not try not to upset and stereotype them as boring. Well, that's what your survey was about. That's what the data yeah, was all about. Throw this you. back on us. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. In conversation surrounding uh, the most boring person in the world. They said uh, after a ton of data, it comes out as a data analyst. Um... Or, sorry, 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 sorry. Let me go. A data, religious data entry worker who likes watching TV and lives in a smaller town. Data entry is different than data analysis because I feel like data entry is putting numbers from one screen into another or from a piece of paper yes, onto right. a screen. 100%. Like it's a lot of just... A lot of paste. Excel. Yeah. <laughs> so it went banking, cleaning, tax, insurance, accounting, and then data analysis that from five through one for the, the top five most boring jobs. Let's see if these click. So we had a disagreement by way of a ton of those in accounting and banking uh, speaking up. Top five most exciting jobs. At number five, teacher. Number four, healthcare professional. Number three, journalism. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Well, it's, yeah, it's exciting, especially it's these something days. something new yeah. every day, yeah. right? Number two, science. Just in general. Yeah, proving yeah. that it's factual. But um, And number one, performing arts. There it is. Shocker. Yeah. Oh, uh, jazz hands. What? Yeah. TikTok being a celebrity. <laughs> I know. Well, we know. <laughs> um, we did get a text saying, though, I'm a data analyst in healthcare. I think my job is pretty interesting. Uh, to say that's boring would be subjective to what data you're focusing on, I think. And I think data analyst in healthcare would be so interesting, right? Like you're looking at the numbers and seeing how they affect the world. Yeah. I, I like because we even got a text from somebody saying people who say that cleaning services are boring. You have no idea how disgusting it can be seeing people and the way they live. Oh, and but you know, like if if you're passionate about your job, that's great. If other people say it's boring and you have reasons why it's not, that's very good for you. Yeah, I will say I know a few people very close to me that clean at a place where people make a lot of money, but don't necessarily have to do a lot of work. The things they see and the stories I hear about their job make me like cry laugh. It is so funny. You hear stories about certain things being written on the walls or certain things being smeared across the floor. But it's funny. It's all it's like it's like high school all over again, but you're getting paid big bucks for it. So I mean I knew of a a cleaner uh what used to be a what was it called? Well, we call it the mall, the Georgian Bay Mall. Anyway, in Owen Sound. And the, and this was late 90s, early 2000s. And the conversation, because this was before a lot of the like blowout or outlet stores existed. 
the volume of products that would end up in dumpsters because they weren't shipping it back. It was, you know, odd and end stock. They were like, my half my wardrobe, half the stuff out of my house that is in boxes, still vacuum packed or vacuum sealed that I have taken out of dumpsters. Said it was the, they loved the job for those perks alone. Yep. You know, the polishing 30,000 square feet of flooring, probably not the most <laughs> ideal thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But but the perks, they, they existed in that way. So you can understand some of that, but most boring jobs, man. We just got a text, and I, I can tell you're not my parents' accountant. I work for a tax company, and we do farmers and small business taxes, and I go to the actual place of business. I've got to see alpacas, baby cows, and I get to bring goodies home all the time. I love my job. I love my it. parents flat out give a warning. like They've had the same person forever, and they trust him with their soul. Like They're like, you know what our house looks like. <laughs> You know. <laughs> Tread carefully. There are some booby traps. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. Kylie Jenner has announced Wolf is Wolf no more. She posted on Instagram a couple times yesterday. One of them was like this montage of her, her pregnancy and letting her, you know, Mama Chris know that she's pregnant. And and uh, actually, I think it's Northwest that says, I hope you have a good kid. <laughs> really cute. But she also posted in her Instagram story saying, FYI, our son's name isn't Wolf anymore. We just really didn't feel like it was him. We just wanted to share that because I keep seeing Wolf everywhere. She actually even put the little smiley face with a drop of sweat on its head like she knows how ridiculous this is oh boy okay. but i mean yeah. hey good for her i imagine just letting that slide and it's like every time you say that child's name it's like that's not the right name but we have friends in our circles that they've been given a, like they've got a birth name and then it's like a nickname that yeah. they've lived with their whole life maybe that could have been the root instead of this whole hubbubaloo about it i don't know if i something about if I was dating somebody, let's say Wolf, Wolf's older now. Okay. Going on a date. Right. And you find out like, oh, yeah, like uh, 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 you call me Ken, <laughs> but my real name is actually Wolf. For some reason, that would give me a red flag, and I don't know why. Well, it could be like, yeah, I don't, my parents didn't. You're like, I, I didn't have a say. Like, huh? my real name is Wolf? Like, what are you, from Twilight? I don't know. Just like, <laughs> I, there's something there I don't trust. Well, I will trade Wolf for Jeffrey Raymond Elmer. <laughs> <laughs> That's something you need to fix in therapy. That's something I cannot fix and get as gossip, okay? Uh, Beyonce reportedly going to be performing at the Grammy Awards. Well, at the Grammy Awards, kind of. She's actually going to be playing at the tennis courts of Compton, where Venus and Serena Williams trained under the watchful eye of their father, Richard Williams, uh, and also in honor of King Richard, which Beyonce on the yeah. soundtrack. So she would be performing Be Alive from that soundtrack. And that's the rumor right now. However, I feel like I've seen this on so many outlets. It's Probably going to be a thing. By the way, Grammy Awards, or not Grammy, excuse me, Oscars this Sunday. Mm -hmm. That's going to be, I love awards season being right now. This is the perfect time of year where you don't have enough snow to go have fun. It's just wet and cold. True, uh -huh. true, yeah. Think about Still it. Still a good time to be in on a Sunday night. Yep. Now, I told you yesterday about how Amy Schumer said that she wanted uh, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky <laughs> to appear on the broadcast. I just got to let you know, from... The backlash I have received since, or seen online since mm. telling you about that yesterday. When I told you about it yesterday, it wasn't really a big story yet, but then I saw it be posted a couple places online. I have to say, the only person to agree with Amy Schumer was Amy Schumer. That was a stupid take, honestly. Like, yeah, the heart I see is there, but the brains are not because he's in the middle of a war. <laughs> Why would he be participating? It's not even yeah. like he'd be in the middle of a protest, something that yeah. you call mildly manageable. Yeah, yeah no. 
No, no, it's not like what we're dealing with in Canada. You know, it's not like, uh, no, 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 not at all. Uh, and Meg the Stallion seems to be responding to people on Twitter claiming, you know, at this point, Meg and the Stallion is going to have to show us the bullet wound or something. She responded to somebody on Twitter saying, uh, really? My hospital records are public record and the DA has made a statement. Y'all be choosing to be dumb at this point. You better hope a man never assaults you. Nobody, especially women, believe you. This comes after she's been unfollowed by Nicki Minaj, Rihanna, completely taken off the Savage Fenty website. Drake has unfollowed her. Sierra still follows her. There was a rumor that she unfollowed too. But I mean, I just want to know why the unfollowings? What happened there? Because they were tight before. Mm. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. Backstage Virgin Radio. Time for you to try your very best to beat Backstage Ben. We'll welcome Amanda in on the line. So drop the kiddos off, fiance. That's uh, soon to be drop off because if um, we just heard you order two coffees, that's correct, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that happens. That happens. Do you have the radio <laughs> on uh, in the background? Can you hear us through the radio too at the same time? Uh, I can't hear you through the radio, no. Oh, okay. Just feeling a little bit of an echo. Oh. Uh, I think that's the drive through. Yeah, it's just <laughs> up. Okay. That's their radio. It gives me the opportunity to leave the room. Yes, okay. So, Benny's uh, going to depart, and uh, hopefully by then Amanda will have her coffees in those holsters and then all ready to go. Okay, all the buttons are up. Go on, get Benny. Okay, so Benny's leaving. Okay. I will let you know that today's questions, I think, are quite tricky. However, they are randomly polled, and actually, I got to give thanks to a Virgin Radio listener for sending in one of these questions. Um, So anyway, you ready? Ready. Okay, first question. Which landmass existed as a supercontinent for 160 million years? Um... Uh, the USSR. I was looking for Pangea. USSR, unfortunately, did not last. Well, I said actually probably better that it didn't last 160 million years. Okay. That's Second deep, that's question. That's a deep, hard uh, little uh, science and geography question. I'm all sorry, together. but the rest of them are too. We just went random today. Yeah, that's okay. That happens. Second question. Which South Asian country is famous for its ruby binds? Oh, um... I have no idea. I'm just going to say Madagascar. That is incorrect. I was looking for Myanmar. Third and final question. This, I, in my humble opinion, is the toughest one. <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> Third question. Which theory maintains that an idea is true if it works or settles the problem it deals with? Um, I have no guess for that one. No guess? Nothing. No guess. I have no idea. I was looking for pragmatic theory. It's Mm. a philosophy-based trivia question. Today I learned what pragmatic theory meant. I'm telling you. Just because I made the questions doesn't mean I know the answers. Uh, That was a tough one. So 0 for 3. uh, I thought maybe the, uh, the Asian gems... Because there's a big thing right now, like uh, Pigeon's Blood Gemstones are real popping off. Oh, yeah. that sounds like a not nice name for a gemstone. I, I didn't name them. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so he's making his way back into the room. Um, Amanda ended up scoring no points today, Ben. Uh-oh. Would you like to trash talk okay. anyway? 
<laughs> no, I'm good. Should have okay. had that coffee about 20 minutes ago. Oh, earlier. wow, Benny. Throw in the shade. Listen, she had a lot. Amanda had a lot going on. No this kidding. Morning. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we go, Benny. First okay. question. This first one is listener submitted. Nice. Which landmass existed as a supercontinent for 160 million years? Pangea. Which South Asian country is famous for its ruby mines? Thailand? It's looking for Myanmar. Ooh. Third and final question. Which theory maintains that an idea is true if it works or settles the problem it deals with? Um, Occam's Razor. Uh, I'm going to say no because I don't. I've, I was looking for pragmatic theory. Mm, okay, almost the same thing. I don't, I know. don't know what Occam's. I'm going. Based Occam's on. razor is like the easiest solution is the best solution. So it's. I like, don't know whether to get. <laughs> Stop! Look, why can't you say the answers I'm looking for? <laughs> I just explained when you were in the other room. I don't know the answers to these questions. I get them from trivia pages. I don't know what to give you on that one. Like Jeff the, can well, figure it out. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, it's still, still the one nothing win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if you want to just scratch that. <laughs> okay, so there it is, Amanda. We'll just leave it on the board for Laura's sake as a one nothing victory for backstage band. <laughs> but all that being said, a jokes aside, Amanda, you still score a $100 gift card to Tommy Guns, the original barbershop. So, brand new spot uh, in, in, uh, in London. You get to enjoy. There's uh, locations to Waterloo. So, we'll get you lucked after you hang on the line and we'll get you all signed up. And you can try your luck tomorrow at around uh, 8.35 to see if you, too, can tie or, or lose to Backstage Ben. Uh. <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. Every day giving you an opportunity to win tickets to see Lady Gaga live in Toronto this summer. And every day, it's a different way. Yesterday, it was by way of, of Instagram. Today, it's the almost like the phone a friend. Who's someone you'd want to give tickets to? And equally, hopefully, they invite you along the way. <laughs> well, we've, we've gone through the entire list. Randomize them. We've got a name and a number. Let's do step one of two. Hello? Hi, Kirsten. Hi. It's Jeff Lauren backstage. Ben from Virgin Radio. Oh, my God. Good morning. <laughs> I love you guys every day. You've got a... A dear friend that has been a friend since went high school? Since high school, since I was 15. Wow. And so you end up, so tell us the story. So you moved away somewhere out west? Yeah, I moved away in 1993. Wow. <laughs> and okay. I lived in Manitoba, then I lived in Alberta, and things were going good, you know, kind of went for the better life thing, and my husband passed away eight years ago, and it was finally time to come home near family. So I got back to Ontario at the very end of October last year. And you and and it's Tammy. You and Tammy have stayed connected this and whole Tammy, time. The whole time. <laughs> That's. I would magical. come out every year for the last eight years. I would come out every year in July for a visit, and we always made plans and we always hung out. And she was actually just, I just had her over for supper on Sunday. Oh, love Oh, that's so cute. Well, welcome back to Ontario. Well, thanks. <laughs> I'm excited. So, Nervous about the bloody housing market, but I'm excited. We need to get her number now to call her. Okay, hold on. You have to. <laughs> I got to look it up. Hold on. <laughs> we, um, we're going to give her a ring here in just a second. But we're going to lock you in to stay on the line. And we're going to have okay. you tell her that, well, you guys are going to go see Lady Gaga in Toronto. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Don't it's apologize. Okay. Slurp it up, girl. Right. Hello, Tammy speaking. Hi, Tammy. Uh, it, it's Jeff Lauren Backstage Ben from Virgin Radio calling. 
Oh, okay. Hello. Uh, we spoke with a friend of yours. Who's one of your oldest long-lost friends that, you know, maybe moved around a little bit, but you've stayed connected to? Kirsten Burt. Kirsten sent us a little message this morning because we uh, we asked on the show, who would you want to take if you, we could send you off to see a concert in Toronto in August? And she immediately said you and then gave the whole backstory of being friends since you were 15 and high school together and all the moves that she had. You still stayed in touch and the travel back and forth. Um, and she's actually on the line with us. Oh my morning, God, Katie. she's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kirsten, do you want to pass along some news to Tammy then? Well, guess what? <laughs> Where did we get to go see Lady Gaga together? Oh my God, you are killing me! <laughs> <laughs> this is the best coffee I've had this morning. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a you've got a date. It's August sixth in Toronto, and Lady Gaga. She's back on the road on tour, and and uh, you you two both have a seat uh, inside that uh, venue. That is freaking awesome! Oh my god! I love you, honey. Oh my gosh! I love you to death, and you know this. Right back at you. I've got friend envy right now. I know. Oh my goodness. Man, you should write a book on what it takes to be best friends. Holy crap! <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, that's Rogers, so cute. Rogerson is going to have to stock up on White Claw for that, I, I think. Know. Holy. That's uh, going to be a time. Yeah. I wonder if Rogers Center offers the same thing as Budweiser Stage. Full bottles of wine? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, they've been shut down for a pandemic for two years. they got to make up for that's lost income. Right, absolutely. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, it'll be a wonderful time. So uh, <laughs> nice to, uh, to chat awesome. with you. Kirsten and, and uh, get a little insight of that very best friend for 27 years. That's so cute. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. Five station. Virgin Radio. CAA and the worst road campaigns. It's back, it's back and people were like, oh, this is such a headline grabber. It is. And it actually works. It, it is. It, since its inception many moons ago, they have done all the data and, and hard work and heavy lifting, so to speak, for municipalities to to poll drivers and even pedestrians, for that matter, of worst roads, worst intersections. Why is it so bad? The, the website this year is gorgeous. The availability of what you're able to select. And, uh, well, can we just do a mini little highlight? Well, a street in the region did not take the number one spot in the province. That was actually Prince Edward County. So think uh, eastern part of the mm-hmm. province. Um we, uh, we, so we've got a combination here. The West region, so that's Brant, Huron, Middlesex, Norfolk, Oxford, uh, Perth County, Waterloo region. So topping the list for the West region was York Road and Guelph. Congratulations. Now, the understanding is a chunk of York Road has been improved. King Street East and Kitchener finished third, and River Road East and Kitchener finished fifth. I drive on King Street East. No, we're not clapping for it. <laughs> I have reported it. So just an FYI, yeah. I I assume that most cities have this as an option. However, I've only seen it like visibly advertised on the city of Kitchener website. Mm-hmm. You can report potholes right now. King Street East is part of Kitchener. I have reported the potholes because I have to drive on King Street East every day when I get off the 401. There is a pothole that is a pot lake. If I hit it with my car, my tires will pop. And it is right before you get off of King Street. Like, you need... Ah! I reported it! I reported it, like, three weeks ago. Well, clearly your reports are going somewhere. Yeah. yeah. There, it's uh-huh. just... There's probably a lot of potholes. Maybe they fell one at a time. I don't know. <laughs> no, but they need to start... They need to fix the pothole before traffic, because traffic is always a mess there, too. It's yep. just... 
It's messy. Special mention to London and Adelaide Street North. Adelaide Street has always been a, a, yeah. a little chewed up. Yeah, a bit of a dog track because the, you have multiple locations where there's train tracks and crossings. So that mm. that, 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 that is hard in itself on your vehicle. It's uh, it's pretty funny because I remember the beautiful Brazilian boyfriend, the first couple times we went on a road trip, he's like, how are roads in Canada so bad? <laughs> a lot more vehicles, I think. Yeah, it's, it's a volume thing. And then temperature. Now, there a couple of years ago, I got into some uh, deep dive on the improvements with asphalt and the understanding, and we haven't done this yet across the province. There's a few test strips, so to speak, and they do put those on the 400 series highway for a kilometer or two, but they're including more rubber into asphalt so it doesn't break and fracture like we have now. Uh, Interesting. We- we'll see. Uh, parts of Europe have been doing this for decades now, and it's simply using recycled tires to make a difference, and they're getting a lot more longevity out of it, but... I don't know, man. You you drag a snowplow blade and one little, you know, pebble is loose and then that blade hits it and then it just goes, 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 thaw and freeze it. Listen, if it was an easier fix, I would imagine it would get done, but this is what we're at. So the only kind of actual pothole filler right now is to let them know how bad it is. So that CA Worst Roads campaign, it's up and live. You've got yourself a couple it's of weeks. Own. It's not a title you want to own, but all that being said, once you own it, you hope that you go to the bottom of the list yes. because the problems have been solved. Warncliffe Road in London for many years was on that list. They have done a massive chunk of Warncliffe Road, which is nice and smooth to drive on now. Yeah, there's actually a road that used to be right by my old apartment, and I don't think it quite made the list. However, it was like one of the worst ones locally, mm-hmm. and it got it got repaid. Yes. Oh, so smooth like butter. All in due time. Makes you want to go out at night in rollerblades and just get out of here. Oh, I vibe that energy, except for I can't rollerblade, but I like to Skateboard. watch. Skateboard? I admire. Longboard? You got longboard there with some real good speed. I'll pull out my old Zero skateboard from high school days. Do an oh, wow. Ollie McTwist? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie McTwist my ankle. <laughs>